0: Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. My name is Callan. As always, I'm here with Anna, and we're continuing our conversation this week about Big Brother, all of the happenings. I'm um, talking about week 2 and everything that went down. We don't claim to be just like the expert, you know, people you can definitely find some of those podcasts but we are super fans. We love to discuss with each other what we think, who we're liking, obviously the gameplay and everything that happens, but it's all our commentary. So, we're going to we would be having this conversation anyway, so it's more fun if y'all join in. And let us know what you think. And if you're not watching, but you want to listen to this episode anyway, that's great because you can find out probably anything interesting that happened through our episodes. Yeah,
1: we try to keep it interesting, at least.
0: We try, you know, (laughs) we do what we can. But before we dive in to this week's Big Brother, we always have a beverage during each of our episodes. So, Anna, what are you drinking tonight?
1: Well, I am having a tequila soda. Oh, yes! I wanted to try that. Is it good? It is very good. So we both really like vodka sodas. You know, it's simple, but I mean, to me, I feel a little more classy. It makes me feel a little better. It's not heavy. It's not very sweet. So it's easy mm-hmm. to sip on, easy to eat, you know, eat it with a meal or something like that. I have grown to really like the taste of tequila, so I've been wanting to try a tequila soda. And I don't have any just like non flavored seltzer water, so I used our favorite <laughs> LaCroix. <laughs> yes,
0: sponsor us. Yes,
1: the best really the best I I mean I haven't Mm -hmm. really tasted anything else that has no added sugars or any other weird stuff and Mm LaCroix is great so I had it with the rasp cranberry flavor and I can taste the tequila still and I can also taste the raspberry you know as much of a taste you can have with LaCroix it is an essence rather than a full-on flavor but it is very good very refreshing I actually am drinking it in a copper mug because why not
0: why not right
1: so it's nice and cold very crisp so it's good
0: very good you're inspiring me I've got to try it I don't know. I, I don't know why I haven't had it yet, honestly.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll have to say it's one of the easiest drinks I've ever made. That's for sure.
0: That's how I feel when I've made a vodka soda. It's like, this is really it. But <laughs> it's <laughs> yep. good. I will say with the vodka soda, you got to have the lime. The lime just does it. That's so. true. I think I've talked on here about that time I ordered that vodka soda with lime and. Do you remember this? I thought I was with you, but maybe not. It was like at a, maybe I was with my friend Olivia, but we were at a concert,
1: you know, where I'm going. I don't know if you've talked about it on here or not. It's been a while, if you
0: have. Well, as a reminder, if <laughs> I have, I got a vodka soda. Which I would think is, like, the safest thing that you can order. And, like, I can tell when I'm at a place where I should order, or, like, I could order a cocktail. And when I'm at a place where I should probably just get, like, the most basic thing. Mm -hmm. If if it's not in a beer bottle or a can... then I need to stay very simple. And I just thought that was like, what? how, how do you mess that up? I really right. don't know. But yeah, I bought a vodka soda with lime and I guess maybe they're out of limes because I feel like that's like one thing you keep stocked at a bar, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I think she put lime juice in it like from the squeeze bottle. Yeah. And I got back to my spot and... I took, a you know, a sip and it was awful. It was like almost like a pickle juice, but not because I probably would have still liked that better because I love pickles. It was yeah. just like all around bad flavor. I took three sips and I threw it away. And so like everyone was like looking at me, throwing this away, like seeing that it's a full drink and that I had just gone to buy. I'm like, I can't. This is just not good. So Anyway... Moral of the story, don't use a squeeze lime juice. It's just not, it's not the same.
1: Yeah. Save that for your cooking.
0: Yeah. Just <laughs> go straight. Either drink the vodka straight or just skip the beverage. Yeah. Well, I'm not having a vodka soda tonight, even though I just talked about it. I'm trying something new. I actually got this at Whole Foods, which I don't go there super often, but they have a little bit more of a variety of um, beverages to try. I actually found a new cider there. We love a cider, yes. as as everyone knows. It's from the brand Shaxberry. They had a few ciders, and I had to pick which one I was going to try, and I ended up choosing this one because it is made in Vermont, and mm-hmm. I felt very confident in Vermont's apples. Right. I right. just thinking, <laughs> you know what? This is probably good. <laughs> There's no added sugar. So this is the Arlo cider. I don't know if that means it's like a specific sort of apple or just, you know, line of ciders within their brand, but... That's the one I have. It's 6% alcohol, no added sugar, um, gluten-free. So I would say a pretty good choice. Very interesting to me is it has 138 calories, which is a very specific number. That is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like I don't really see numbers like that on these drinks but yeah that's it um and it's good it's actually pretty different I don't really know how to explain it it's not sweet which we don't really like a sweet cider it says that it's wild fermented I don't know what wild you know that could mean a lot of things I guess (laughs) but I, I that's probably the best way to explain it is that it's definitely maybe a little more sour than some, mm-hmm. I guess I would attribute that to the wild fermenting process, but uh, it's good. It's it's different. So give it a try. It has a cute can. That is so really cute. We we love a <laughs> packaging.
1: I mean, it's true. I mean, it's like a it's like a book when you go to the library. I mean, that's with anything, I guess. Yeah. You yeah. Know, the packaging can really sell it for you.
0: Yeah, that's how you choose it a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so now that we know what we're sipping it on We'll dive right into week two of BB23 Yes Where to begin? Um, (laughs) Kylan won HOH, which is where we left off talking in our last episode. And we were curious to see what he did. I said that I really like Kylan. I still Mm -hmm. really like Kylan, which, you know, you can't always say that when somebody wins HOH. By the end of the week, a lot of times you really change your opinion of them. But I just, I still like him. I like him even more at this point. But what were your biggest thoughts, takeaways from the week? And we can dive into specifics, but any overarching thing that you would like to say? I think
1: it's interesting how some people view their HOH. You know, some people use it as like a power trip and are just trying to rule the house in a way. And Uh I feel like Kylan had the right amount of, yes, he has power to where, like he says several times, he's like, I don't have to give you any information, but I'm Mm -hmm. here to take your information and use it to benefit, which is, I mean, that's basically what being a head of household is. That's the perk of it, is that you get to hear a lot of people's inputs and things like that. So I really appreciated that that's kind of the way that he set up his week,
0: Mm -hmm. especially
1: initially. And I think that's a really smart way of doing it because you open yourself to learn from people and whoever's willing to give you that information, then you're probably going to work with them and create an alliance with them that will hopefully keep you safe the following week when you're not a head of household and you're not playing in the competition. So I've been really impressed with that. And, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Frenchie. So <laughs> yeah. when, I mean, when he became head of household, I thought he has the best excuse... <laughs> Yes. To nominate, you know, him and Alyssa really have good excuses to nominate Frenchie. Um, not that you need an excuse to nominate someone, but sometimes that helps you, I guess, especially if they end up staying or get off the block. So I feel like not a ton happened as in like this eviction especially once the power veto was played. But it was very good as far as people making alliances and strengths and, you know, people who are now going to be targeted later on. So it's been entertaining, but it hasn't been nearly as crazy (laughs) as this first week was. Where it's just like, I have no idea what's going on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which mm, I feel like everybody in the house and the fans needed... A little (laughs) week like that. After the ridiculousness that was week one, Mm -hmm. Kylan nominated... Brittany and Frenchie basically Brittany was the only person who didn't say Frenchie's name to him so kind of gave him a reason to nominate her they're on the same team the Mm -hmm. Jokers he knew that she'd be loyal to Frenchie yeah I was happy to see Frenchie on the block and was really hoping that he would go home (laughs) this week because it's I don't know he just like all the way around he wasn't he, he was not a good game player. And it's a super fan. We love a super fan on the show. Mm-hmm. But a super fan who sucks at the game and doesn't know they suck at the game might be more annoying than, like, anything else. <laughs> <laughs> because you just, you think you're running the show and you are... Way overplaying, especially week one, Mm -hmm. when you just need to take a chill pill. And I don't know. So I just, I was hoping that he was going to stay the target and that nobody else was going to pop up from the cracks being crazy and steal the attention away and then them end up going home because I feel like that's happened in the past and Mm -hmm. you're kind of like oh here we go (laughs) (laughs) the next thing you know frenchie's won hoh again and we're in week 10 and somehow he's still there yeah so i was like let's nip this in the bud early because he ain't loyal you cannot trust him
1: (laughs) yeah you're absolutely right things change so quickly that it it was very likely that that could happen but mm-hmm. thankfully, I mean, that the house, the entire house was on board, which I mean, that makes things easier, you would think.
0: Much easier. So they did the veto. Derek X won again. Mm-hmm. So he's two for two. Yeah, And I'm liking him. I think he's kind of emerging as more of a player than I thought he would be, mainly because... When he like, one of the only people that, like, Doesn't maybe really never seen the show. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm liking him. I'm liking that he is not really into his team and, like, some of the other people better. I think he's making the right choice there. And, obviously, he's a competitor. Mm-hmm. He might need to chill because people are going to see that. But Yeah.
1: It has been interesting, though, because... I know it's been talked about on the feeds a lot whenever and I'm not a consistent feed watcher, I will confess, but I do hop in every now and then and I feel like that first week it was very much like Derek X is lying to everyone and he just seemed like he was in a horrible position, but when he won Power of Veto, it it almost like it reset his game for him in a way because then people were having to come to him to have game conversations. So in a way it has been beneficial, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the name of the game, especially now, like, you know, with Cody and Mickey recently, you have those people who just like kept winning and winning and winning. And I know that makes, especially fans who have seen all the seasons, they know, okay, we need to get out this comp beast beforehand. So maybe he needs Mm -hmm. to be a little more strategic now that he seems like he's in a better position, as far as like having Kylan, especially and having other yeah. people like in his corner,
0: yeah, I feel like people are liking him more mm-hmm. now, yeah,
1: which I like him a lot. He has a very fun personality, seems like.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I did want to ask you about the wild card competition. Oh, yeah, I love competitions like that, I think that they're very interesting, and I mean. I, I don't know. I, I've liked the competitions so far because I think they've varied well to where yes, some of them are yeah. mental, some are endurance, some are more physical, things like that. So that makes it more exciting. But I was mm-hmm. totally rooting on Sarah Beth because I was just mm-hmm. excited for her and obviously not Frenchie and not Brent. So... Sorry about it, but yeah. Sarah Beth was going go for, her. And Yeah. so that was a super cool competition. Although it, it really threw me off. I don't know if it throws you off, but they do those competitions before where it is something like that, and you don't want the paint. Because you yes. get the paint whenever you get the question wrong, and that means that you're out of the competition. So it really yeah. threw me off whenever she got the paint, and she was like, "Yay!" And I was like, "Wait, I thought that meant she was out." And so, uh-huh. obviously, they explained it, but I was just like, "Wait, now
0: I need to like reevaluate
1: <laughs> these paint yeah. competitions."
0: I know. I'm so glad you said that because I had the exact same thought watching it. Because I know they've done these where they shoot that stuff at you when you lose. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I had the same experience when she was hit with the paint. I was like, oh no. Like, really? Already? (laughs) And then she... I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, that's funny. Um, They switched it around on us. Yeah, they got to keep us on our toes, I guess. Keep us guessing. (laughs) Yeah, I was really happy that she won. Obviously, I wouldn't want Brent or Frenchie to win.
1: But what did you think about her dilemma or whatever it was called, risk or reward, because I, I misunderstood. I thought that each wild card competition was going to be like the first week where Uh you can play for safety and then potentially get your other teammates safe. So I misunderstood that. And whenever they set, which I mean, granted, if someone else besides Sarah Beth won that, reward or risk whatever then potentially mm-hmm. it could be a really big game changer because maybe somebody who's not getting along with their team they could leave but yeah I felt so bad because like she tried so hard for safety and then
0: I was like well that was fun <laughs> I know. Going into it, I was unsure about the rules. Like, I kind of thought it was changing every week, but I wasn't positive. Mm -hmm. So, I wasn't really sure what to expect. So, when they said that was the scenario where she had to switch with a member of the safe team in order to have her own safety the concept that she had a different you know thing didn't completely throw me off but I don't know I tried to look at it like if I were her I'd look at it this way that her winning even though she ended up not being safe because she didn't switch teams it was still very valuable because if Frenchie had won even though he got along with his team well and they're probably the only people in there that were kind of loyal to him Mm -hmm. he knew his back was against the wall so he might have done it just to have safety and that would have been very interesting having Kylan Frenchie and Tiffany on a team together right where (laughs) None of them, for sure, trust, would trust him and vice versa. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was definitely worth still her winning just to keep him from doing it. And, yeah, I was glad she stuck with her team because I like her team as is. So, yeah, yeah but... An interesting twist, so it makes you wonder what it's going to be for the rest of the time. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting what all they can come up with.
0: I know, it's like, how many ways can you...
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're creative people, so I'm sure they'll figure something out. Well, I I feel like the other big piece would be (laughs) Frenchie's Hole. I'm over the slaughterhouse, it's done, and... Basically, everyone was just like, okay, bye.
0: (laughs) Okay, I did want to comment about that because he had gone around saying, I'm done. Like, I'm done with the slaughterhouse. I'm out. Like, screw all y'all. Walking around, telling everybody in the Alliance that he's out. Mm -hmm. He's done. In front of people as well who are not in the Alliance. Don't know what he's talking about, but obviously they're going to know something's going on. So I was already like, what are you doing? Second of all, after he does that, and Kylan says, well, I nominated you, you know, mainly because literally everyone except Brittany said your name. And so, she's like, wow, that means people in the slaughterhouse said my name. How dare they betray me? And then decided he was going to come after the people in the slaughterhouse and blow it up and go tell everybody in the house, hey, this alliance exists, This is who's in it. I'm like, okay, days ago you were going around saying I'm out, I'm done, this is over. But now you're upset that people then threw your name into the ring? (laughs) That makes no sense. Why would they still be loyal to you when you just called it quits?
1: It's one of the, I feel like he's just a perfect example of perception is like his reality. And no one can convince Mm -hmm. him otherwise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's another really
1: interesting thing was during the first vote with Travis, Derek F Or Big D as he goes by. He decided to throw a vote towards Alyssa just to cause chaos from what I understand. And then Tiffany throws a rogue vote because Frenchie Mm -hmm. asked her to do it because he wanted to use that rogue vote to pin on Derek X, which is just a mess. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, oh, interesting, because I had no idea why Tiffany would have done that. And then she kind of explained it. And then we see in the episode where they're all in the workout room and Frenchie says with Tiffany right there that he knows who the two people are who voted for Alyssa. Right. I am. I'm loving Tiffany, by the way. Oh, yeah. I was very cautious of that whole experience because I was like, oh, why is she like kind of Mm -hmm. doing this for him? That's very confusing to me but Mm -hmm. after she saw that nope she was like I'm done with you yeah and that was the end of it (laughs) and I feel like from what I have seen watching live feeds and then watching other people's like recaps and stuff it seems Mm -hmm. like she Tiffany did a lot of groundwork this week really making bonds with people and making alliances with people to kind of set herself up which Mm -hmm. totally down for I'm really excited for her yeah I, yeah, I think she's my number one right now because I am just, I love her personality. She gets along Mm -hmm. well with everybody and she's very strategic, which is just a great package right there.
0: Yeah. And I love that she's not older, but for big brother, she's older. Right. And she's a mom. Like, I just really like seeing parents, like middle-aged people excel. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I do.
1: I mean, it's the same way with, you know, what Frenchie said he was going to do, where usually at the beginning of these reality competitions where people are like, oh, I don't know who to throw up, so I'm going to put up a person of color a female or an older person and that's yeah basically like the trend for all of them
0: yeah i wanted to like frenchie you know at the beginning i was yeah i mean we're southern people we like Southern yeah people. <laughs> yeah like obviously he's gonna be next level country and true because this is big brother he's going to be like the most exaggerated version of a farmer <laughs> <laughs> that there is but i mean i was like rooting for him and i liked his team of you know misfits misfits mm-hmm. but that quickly changed yes. so i i hate i hate it for him but yeah nothing he did was logical he contradicted himself too much so it's like i can't even like defend you at all like none of what you're doing makes sense yeah. so but yeah I really liked Tiffany in that moment when she was calling him out while still being vague yeah saying like oh I mean I would rather if you just not said anything than you say oh I know who it is but you're not gonna tell me yeah so you why don't you tell me which like, I that feel that because that's
1: like somebody saying I have a secret but I can't tell you and it's like well why would you tell me in the first place
0: yes I think that is so annoying it like is. just don't say anything you're either gonna tell me or why is it important that I know that you have something that you can't tell me <laughs> right that's just more torture yeah. Very good moment for her. I hope she goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely am pulling for her. The veto didn't get used. Brittany and Frenchie remained on the block. Frenchie was going to give up, which I probably would have too. Like, he, he was a dead man walking Whether I know people are being encouraging and telling him to fight all the way to the end, which I appreciate that. Like, that's what you have to do mm-hmm. in there. You never know if you could change, but... I was like, I'm going to be shocked if somebody decides, you know what, let's try it again <laughs> with him. But I appreciated his team rallying behind him. That's what your team should do. I wish that everyone listening could have seen my face. Like, I, I, This is a, one of the times I wish we had like a video version of the podcast so I could reenact it for you. <laughs> my face at the TV when Frenchie dared put himself and Dan Geesling in the same sentence oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> and I I gotta go see what Dan said about it I'm sure he said something on Twitter but he said you know Dan was a dead man walking so surely if he can do that I can get a few votes thrown my way my face was just a pure like what (laughs) I mean Dan's funeral like if you're a Big Brother fan you know that moment as one of the most iconic moments in Big Brother history Mm -hmm. let's remind everybody Dan Giesling was already a winner this was his second season right When he pulled this off, when he was totally going home, totally pulled one over on everybody, stayed around. I mean, it's just an iconic moment. Like, if you don't believe that it's iconic, last year on All Stars, when he wasn't even there, it was up on the wall, Dan's funeral. Exactly. It was amazing. So the fact that Frenchie is thinking that he can probably do something at least kind of similar, I think that speaks to his delusional state of mind within the Big Brother game more than anything else.
1: (laughs) It's true. He is a mess. And, yeah, he kind of seemed like he went back and forth where he's like, I'm giving up. I'm ready to see my family. And then Uh Derek F. asks him, well, what if there's a battle back? And Frenchie's like, no, I'd just rather go home. Uh (sighs) So, I don't know. Do you think there's a battle back?
0: I don't think so anymore. At first, I I think I asked that question last time, like, Mm -hmm. maybe, but with COVID, I think it's really unlikely, and I guess Julie is being a bit less vague than she normally would be, and also, I feel like some of the goodbye messages, maybe they would not play. Yeah, if... that's true.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of the way I felt, also, just from a logistics standpoint, yeah. but I was kind of curious. Well, I found it interesting that that's what Frenchie said about he didn't mm-hmm. really care to stay yeah. if even if there was a battle back
0: yeah i mean in that moment part of me felt naturally just a little bit bad for him but then i was like no i really <laughs> i don't feel bad for you and i'm not even saying like i just hate Frenchie. like i really don't hate Frenchie. i don't think he's a bad guy he still seems to be pretty well liked which is impressive when you kind of make everybody mad week one, people still mm-hmm. kind of like you when they vote you out. That's pretty good. Right. Um, So I, I don't think he's a bad person by any means. I feel like he's already, like, I was thinking to myself, he's probably going to be on, like, Hearts of Reality. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, hardcore. You know, he's a character. Like, people are going to want to meet him. Yeah. He's fine. But he dug himself into that hole. He has no one to blame but himself. Like, I just can't feel bad bad for him he had two opportunities competition wise to save himself you know it's like the damage is done nobody trusts you nobody believes you and to top it all off they had that whole montage of him promising basically everyone loyalty for the rest of the summer i'm like okay who's (laughs) left for you to go after i mean he's he's he would have been in the
1: exact same pickle that he was in When he's like, Mm -hmm. I have no one to put up now because Christian is safe and Derek is safe. So it's like,
0: you're just doing the same thing that
1: you already have done.
0: If you promise 12 people safety and give yourself two to target, that's really bad odds because Mm -hmm. then you're going to be left with nobody when they both win a competition. Anyway, the end of the road for Frenchie. Frenchie toast. (laughs) As the narrator said, which I thought was hilarious. Can't say I'm sad about it. I'm ready to move on. Yeah. It wasn't an entertaining situation for me either. So I'm ready to move on to like other stuff. Right. And I feel like other people might emerge now that he's not True. being the crazy one around the house. <laughs>
1: occupying the entire space.
0: Yeah. New people will emerge. Right. I'll also say that I loved the moment between Kylan and Sarah Beth yes. talking about her dad who oh. died from COVID. Oh my gosh. That is such a sad situation, anyway. And then, of course, like, being the one-year anniversary and you're not with your family, like, that's got to be awful. But we know that I like Kylan, and I do like Sarah Beth a lot. So I love that they have such a good friendship brewing. And let me just compliment Kylan, like, the way—you can tell that he kind of does this for a living. Like, the way that he asked her questions and, like, responded back— It was just amazing. I'm like, I need you to, like, help me in life. (laughs) Like, you're just too good. And, yeah, I just, I kind of teared up during that scene. It was just a really good moment. And they, I feel like both of them have such, like, pure hearts. They're just so sweet that it's just like, wow, these are great people.
1: That's how I feel, too. I'm like, you know, I'd be happy to be their friends, at least for now. You know, we still have like, two and a half months left,
0: but... (laughs) I know. (laughs) So far. I'll try to judge them off of this before the house makes everyone lose their minds. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah. As of right now, super sweet. I would love to know both of them in real life. And, honestly, I feel like there's a lot of good energy and kindness in this house, and it's just, like, such a stark difference from, like, 21. Yes. (laughs) Like... So the vibe toxic. of the house yes mm-hmm. like oh and it's amazing that that energy can like radiate through your television but like watching the people on season 21 versus now season 23 i feel so much happier watching these people even if some of them I don't, I'm not crazy about, it's like, this is still so much better. Right. Props to the casting department.
1: Most definitely. I guess, is that it? For the, before the yeah. eviction, um, Frenchie goes out with one vote thrown his way. And I feel like his interview with Julie was nice. You know, he kind of talked through it. Nothing really. What do you think of Brittany's rap? I thought it was awesome.
0: I'm very <laughs> impressed with her rap skills, especially under pressure Real like banging. that. Yeah, yeah, uh, she's got she's got bars, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I'm really enjoying
1: her. Really, out there. I mean, the majority of the house, I've really enjoyed. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I definitely can't say Mm -hmm. that with every season, that's for sure. So we end up finishing the eviction section, and then we go on to the HOH competition, which featured our favorite celebrity big brother house guest, Tom Green, who is like so relevant to 2021.
0: (laughs) And I feel like no one, no one knew who he
1: was.
0: (laughs) I mean, the only
1: people who probably knew who he was... Were the people who watched Celebrity Big Brother, and that's the only reason,
0: yeah? I wanted to be like, Did y'all see uh Bob the Butler? <laughs> like, anyone, <laughs> anyone uh, watch that on Disney right. Channel? Anyway, he, he was married to Drew Barrymore for a little while, so oh wow, I way totally way back in the day forgot that, dang, wow, and I mean. I know who Tom Green is. I know what Tom Green looks like. But, I mean, it's not like he looked like himself tonight. At least the Tom Green that people would recognize. True. You know, from the days where he, like, did stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was a really interesting little segment. Yeah, I found
1: that to be very random.
0: Yeah, it's like, okay, is this the like- best we could do?
1: Uh, yeah that's kind of how i felt too because i'm like there are a lot of big brother alumni that i think more people would want to see than and i mean regular big brother not celebrity big brother but
0: yeah honestly like that would somebody from that would be more recognizable than tom green Yeah, (laughs) but whatever Maybe they needed to do something in Canada. I was like, maybe there's some sort of reason so. we're doing it. I don't know. Who Because, like, it was kind of funny to me that we were in Canada when I'm like, you have Big Brother Canada right. as well. Yeah.
1: Like, I don't know. How many people in Canada are watching U.S. Big Brother? Because I think it's the same right. way here. There are probably a lot of people uh-huh. who watch U.S. but, like, probably don't watch Canada.
0: Because right,
1: it's harder to yeah. get th- access to that.
0: You have to be like a pretty big fan to seek out international, right? S- you know, seasons. Yeah. Which I that kind of crossed- we do, but yeah, not the I <laughs> not the average Joe watching this on CBS. At yeah,
1: I thought that was a bit bizarre,
0: but very exciting because Xavier is now our
1: new H O H, and mm-hmm. there are some photos going around. I don't have you heard anything about the the potential flirt mances going
0: on right now? No, I've been waiting for that. Yes. Well the showmance killer is now gone, so <laughs> True. I guess they can be free to <laughs> Free to flirt. True.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of that. But apparently there's this video, there's a clip of Derek X and Hannah who people are shipping real hard. Mm,
0: Okay. And
1: they were excited when Brent got out of the HOH competition. And so Uh if you remember last, you know, at the end of the week, even Frenchie was kind of pushing for Derek X to use the veto so that they could get Brent out. Yeah. So, um it kind of sounds like brent could be a potential target he Mm -hmm. and whitney seem to be pretty close not sure if it's Mm -hmm. a romantic closeness or what but Mm -hmm. also christian and Alyssa. which is what's ironic is that they were accused of being a showmance (laughs) And now, like, they are constantly together and constantly, like, cuddling and stuff. So,
0: ah, uh, yeah, that one was only a matter of time, it, in my yeah. opinion.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's the
0: smartest decision right now, but you know, definitely not. No, people are gonna do what they're gonna do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like anti showmans, but I, I, and I know there's a lot of downtime, there's a lot of downtime, so you're bored. Right. So, sometimes all you have to do is flirt with somebody, I guess. But I think for me, you know, if I were a contestant, I would just have to really feel like I might actually be with this person outside of this house. mm -hmm. Like, I see a future with this person for me to put myself in that position. Like, these little, like, flirtations that don't get you anywhere, it's just, to me, not worth risking People having a reason to nominate you slash vote you out. I don't know. They just got to be careful. And it varies with each group. Like if they're going to really target or if they're just not going to care Because some
1: people, I mean, they want to work with this show, It's because you're pretty much guaranteed to have two people that are always going to vote together. So I get that. Mm -hmm. There's definitely perks in having someone like that in your alliance. But yeah, but obviously, you know, ahead of time that... They're obviously the final two. They're taking each other. I know. So it is kind of like Big Brother 21 where it's just, you got to cut that in half at some point. I'm very excited about this week. I'm really excited for Xavier. And it was really fun seeing Xavier and Kylan having a sweet moment, recognizing that they started history being the first two black men to get HOH back-to-back back, so that's exciting especially since pretty cool I mean Big Brother really does not have a great history of really much diversity at the end of the game anyway but especially with black men it's really been very rare for them to make the jury really
0: yeah and I mean honestly they usually don't even cast two right black men mm-hmm. so the fact that now we have two HOHs in a row yeah like that's great and i really like both of them i think xavier is really cool i wasn't i was hesitant at first like i thought he was gonna be kind of cocky maybe when they had his little intro video but he's been hilarious yeah i've really I enjoyed think his DR's are really funny He's been really good, and he's a beautiful man.
1: It's true. (laughs) I mean, it's very believable that he's a model and not a lawyer, as he actually is.
0: Yeah. Or like a bartender or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: He's saying he's a bartender and model or something like that. I mean, nobody's going to argue that, I don't think.
0: (laughs) I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) And isn't it weird, like there are two people in the house with the letter X like in their it's names. true I just think that's like
1: No, that's been so confusing because Derek F is Big D, Derek X is Derek and then Xavier is X. And yes. like that is so confusing. Trying to keep up with everything, <laughs> like yeah, because in
0: my mind, Derek X would be X, right? It's not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: so confusing, but
0: yeah. Well, I'm loving. I'll say I'm. I'm here for. The Kings and Queens pairing, I think those, plus Derek has Mm -hmm. the ace up the sleeve, (laughs) as Kylan said. Very cute. I love really all those people. And there are a few outliers that I would still root for. I like the Jokers minus Frenchie now, but I think the Kings and Queens is a solid pairing Mm -hmm. if they can stick together. So I'm pulling for that. Definitely. Mainly, let's get out Brent, Whitney, and then
1: reassess. I I agree. (laughs) Not on the top of my list. Um, Do you have someone that's your number one that you're
0: rooting for right now? It's really hard to say number one, um, but... That's a good problem to have. It is. Yeah, it's good. I think Kylan might be my number one. I already liked his personality and his vibe, but after seeing him as HOH and actually do really well with that, and like I trust his gameplay now mm-hmm. so i believe in him more as a game player not just like a person yeah i'm probably rooting for him the most and i'm like yeah i really like tiffany i hope that people don't catch on to how good she True. is True, mm-hmm. that's all i'm nervous about yeah yeah but there are a lot of people i, I like yeah so same here pulling for them and i will say that and i noticed that on when they even revealed the cast and showed all their occupations and stuff i gotta say that i feel like this is just a very like smart bunch and a lot of times that is not the case i'm just saying like this is a very well rounded like everybody seems to have know-how and like even if they didn't come in as like a super fan Mm -hmm. or something they actually like are thinking through the game and yeah i i agree because Yeah, I
1: like it. It feels like there are less recruits, and I don't really get the impression that anyone is trying to use this publicity for something else. They seem all very genuine in that they're just here to play, like, and they just happen to be on TV as well. Right.
0: But yeah, I'm excited to see where the week goes. I I think it'll be good, Mm -hmm. because I trust X, as we say. (laughs) Right. As the weeks go on, we will continue to recap and give our thoughts and opinions and see how our opinions change over time. There's definitely... I I guarantee there will be people we like now who we don't like in the future and maybe some people that we like now that kind of do stuff we're not so thrilled about. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be interesting. Definitely entertaining. It's going to be good. Very excited. We have a long game ahead, so we do it's (laughs) early (laughs) thanks so much to everyone for listening and be sure to share your thoughts with us about all things big brother and anything else that you're watching um we'd love to connect with you on instagram twitter via email or on discord so hit us up we'd love to chat and if you would like to please subscribe so you don't miss the rest of our big brother chats for the rest of the season and leave us a rating if you liked this episode and a review with all of your thoughts so we can know what you liked what you didn't like and maybe what we should be drinking send us your recommendations i guess that's it until week three
1: yep on we go all right thanks so much for listening till next time i'm anna i'm callen Be strong
0: and courageous.